Welcome to the Product Doula Presents, the podcast that helps you navigate the complex journey of bringing your product-based business to life. I'm your host, Christina Vanacore, and I'm excited to be your guide on this journey. Each week, I'll interview guest experts, product-based entrepreneurs, and provide education and insights to help you make informed decisions for your business. I know that launching and scaling a product-based business can be overwhelming, and that's why I'm here. I'm like your very own product doula, guiding you through every step of the process. From market research and product development to manufacturing and distribution, got you covered. There's no sugarcoating around here, so buckle your seatbelts and let's jump in. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Product Doula Podcast. I am super, super excited today because not only do I leave tomorrow morning for Nashville for the ultimate product party, but I have on the podcast today, Sarah Weiss from On Brand by Sarah, and she's incredible. We met at another networking online event, had a coffee chat, immediately hit it off. She is hysterical. She is an East Coast girl like myself. She is from Jersey. I am from New York. And although they act like we hate each other, we really don't. Um, She is a speech pathologist turned video coach extraordinaire. If you are not following her on TikTok or Instagram, you need to because besides the fact that she has some of the funniest and best videos, the tips that she provides makes me want to get on camera, but I probably never will. Um, so with that said, Sarah, I'm going to let you give your your little spiel. So thank you for coming on. Oh my gosh. Thank you for having me. Yes. Anytime I meet someone where I could like hear the New York or New Jersey in their voice, I'm like immediately comforted and like I love me some New York because I'm a huge Broadway musical fan. So like all, all the love. But thank you so much for that intro. Yes, my name is Sarah or on brand by Sarah on the social media streets. I am a video marketing and TikTok strategist and I help people get on camera, tell their story and sell their ish on on um, video. And uh, I used to be a speech pathologist listen to business podcasts on my way to work and the rest is history. I love that you said that you listen to business podcasts and that's how you decided to start your own business. Several of the clients that I've worked with, that's actually how they like took the leap into entrepreneurship. Like they had these product ideas, they were listening to podcasts, they heard that it was something that they could do and they just went with it. Let's dive right in to product-based businesses because I feel like what I'm seeing at least when I speak with my clients is that they have a hard time doing the video, right? They feel like they don't necessarily need to share their founder story or have products because they're focused more on the flat lays when you think of like Instagram and showing the picture. And so I would love to get your information, your feedback on like, how do you see product-based businesses using Instagram, TikTok, Reels, video to showcase their story and their product? Yes. I'm so glad I get to talk about this because full transparency, I work mostly with service-based business owners, but I am so incredibly in the know about product-based business owners. They're just not in my sphere. So hi, guys. I'm so happy to be here. Um, and I have so many nuggets for you. So many nuggets. Okay. So going off of like what Christina said about like, okay, the flat lays on Instagram and posting like the just 
bare bones of your product. That probably once worked in like 2019. Um, but it's not quite working anymore because it's like, okay, we see a product, we see the pretty picture, it's wonderful, we scroll on. But what I am seeing that is working, especially on video, is people integrating their stories behind the product. And I don't mean like if you're selling a mug, it does not need to be a story about the mug. I literally, my favorite videos that I see on Reels and TikTok are product-based business owners filming themselves, either packing the order, making the order, putting the order together, showing off their products. But there's a voiceover in the background that is just a story about them. It might have been a story about what happened to them this past weekend. It might be a story about them asking their audience for advice on something. It might be part of their founder story that is super inspirational, um, but it has nothing to do with the mug. And that is what evokes emotion out of people. That is what gets you like those true fans and repeat buyers because it's like, I, I know product-based businesses that like they could probably advertise a piece of pocket lint at this point, but because I love them so much and I know their story and they let me peek behind the curtain, I'm like, yep, I, I will buy that piece of pocket lint to support you. <laughs> I love that. And it's so true because several of my clients that I've worked with, so Niniko, for example, I'll, I'll use them as an example. They do that. They do that behind the scenes story. They've been very forthcoming with their story. Bunzi is really great with that, where they bring their children into a lot of their videos, which is so cute to see. But we're also getting a little bit of the behind the scenes of like what it's like to be like a mompreneur, you know, where it's a day after Mother's Day when we're recording this and like being a mompreneur. And it's a lot. Like my son is home with me today. Thankfully, my husband and my father are both here. But like I have like the door closed. I got a sound machine going. Like I got all the things happening so that you don't hear the chaos that's going on in my house. But when I share that behind the scenes, like I did over the weekend, people love that. They're always like, oh my gosh, I love hearing about your family. And it took me a long time to realize that having the behind the scenes of your business and sharing about your life is so, so important. You are amazing at that. So tell me how you can, from your opinion on video, how can you incorporate your life more into your story? Yes. And I have to say like, okay, so Christina does marketing, but she was posting on her story this past weekend of like going to see like the monster trucks and like, and things like that. And I just felt you just feel so connected to people. And that's a perfect example of not sharing like your deepest, darkest wounds. Sometimes that's where our head goes when people are like, share your story. And you're like, Oh no, there's no way I'm sharing my story. I have so many like, you know, dark wounds and my dark past. And it's like, that's not necessarily what it has to mean. It absolutely can. And I'm going to kind of expand upon how I kind of 
go a little bit deeper, but you don't have to. Sometimes the things that get me into people's DMs are seeing like that we use the same coffee syrup from Marshall's. Sometimes it's the fact that like they're going to see a touring uh, company of uh, the musical Grease. And and then we get into conversations about that. And the reason that we share our story is sometimes it doesn't directly relate to our product, but it gets us to have those human-to-human connections, conversations, interactions, so that when people do need us or do need our product, we are super top of mind because not only have they talked to us before, but they also feel privy to something that's personal like they feel like your friends now for me i don't mind spilling all the tea i spill pretty much everything so i share i do share about my coffee syrup from marshalls but i also share about my chronic illnesses and if you don't feel comfortable sharing about stuff like that you don't have to but i will say sharing about my chronic illnesses has gotten so many other business owners so many other just humans in general into my sphere that are also fellow chronic illness peeps. And it has been so beautiful and so powerful and such a connection piece. And again, it's like you take out the sales pitches and the sales conversations and you just connect human to human and you allow yourself to get a little vulnerable. And it's it's been one of the biggest catapults and drivers for building my community and my clients building their communities because like I said, like ultimately you want to build a community. Benny, Benny agrees. You want to build a community of people that are like ready to buy whatever from you because they know you and they know your story. Now, when I think of video, and this is like me and my mental block when it comes to being on video, I think of micro-influencers and I think of influencers out there. And I do think that there are some that do it really, really well. And for product-based business owners, I think it's really important for them to understand connection when it comes to these influencers and how to approach them, not only how to approach them, but how they want their product brought to light for them, right? Without dictating how do they create their content. So do you have any tips, tricks of speaking with these influencers or letting them know like, hey, when you're presenting my product on brand, this is what I want it to be about? Yes. And I'm so glad you said that because I was going to text Christina before we started and I'm like, remind me to talk about UGC creators for product-based business owners because this is where it gets different between a service-based business owner that is a personal brand and a product-based business owner. So yes, let's dive into all of that. So if you are if you are choosing not to be the face of the brand and you are a product-based business, that's totally fine. That's absolutely fine. So ways that you could do this are one, you can have influencers talk about your product. When I say influencers, I mean you are having somebody that already has an established following take your product and present it to their audience. So you're leveraging a new audience. 
But this is somewhat new in the marketing world. It's not brand new. It's definitely been around for a hot minute. But it's becoming more and more prevalent is you can also hire UGC creators for your business, which stands for user generated content. So those are people like me, or you can find hundreds of thousands of them all over the internet streets. And you hire them because they're good content creators, but they don't leverage their audience. They make videos for you to post on your social media, maybe for you to use in your website, maybe for you to use in your ads. Um, so you don't have to be the face of the brand. So you, if you don't want to be the face and you have the budget, you can leverage those two groups of people. Now, how do you get them to talk about your product in a way that feels good and aligned for you? This is going to apply to both influencers and UGC creators. So something that I do um, if I am helping my client to like source a UGC creator or an influencer is I'll help them write something called a content brief. And taking the jargon out, all that means is I'm either giving the the influencer or UGC creator a script, I'm giving them some guidelines, I'm showing them um, maybe some videos in the past that have done like really well and you feel like really represent like your brand and your voice and the way you want to portray things. Um, Because you can't expect these creators to just like know exactly how you want to present your stuff. So by providing maybe like a brief, like, hey, here's how our tone of voice usually sounds. Here are, here's some common lingo that we use. Here's a video that's done well in the past that we feel really good about. By providing them with those samples and that instruction, it's going to really help them to give you the product that you ultimately want. Oh my goodness, that was so, so, so good. And that's so funny because literally that just came to me like as we were talking, like I was not even and then I'm like, you know what, let's dive into some UGC stuff because it's so, so important when you don't want to be the face of your brand. I feel like we need UGC people specifically for service providers so that I don't have to go up on all the things. I know it's, and that's why I I was like, I I can't forget to bring this up because it is it for a lot of service-based business owners. And when I say service-based, I mean like maybe coaches, consultants, people that are a personal brand, their, their name is their business name. They, they kind of have to be the face of the brand. It really does differ for product-based business owners. If you don't feel comfortable and you have the budget, or maybe you feel comfortable, but you don't have the time, these are really good um, things to outsource because you still need video, but you don't necessarily have to be the face in front of the camera. Yes, yes, yes. Love it all. I knew this was going to be so good. I'm so excited. <laughs> all right. So let's, we've, you've given us a bunch of tips. What kind of tools do you recommend when you're creating TikTok and Reels and all of the things? Like what apps are you using on your phone? What are you doing? Where, where are you pulling the content from? Yes. Okay. My tools are very minimal. Y'all are going to be very happy to hear that. I either film 
right inside of the apps or I film in my camera roll and then upload to the respective platforms, either TikTok or Instagram. Now, if you don't have the time to put that content on both platforms with like the native Instagram text, then go to TikTok and do it with the native TikTok text. It's a much more forgiving strategy to create on TikTok first and then to repurpose that video to Instagram. I'm telling you, I have seen it. I have tested it. It is much more forgiving. TikTok does not like when you take an Instagram video with the Instagram text and put it onto TikTok. It looks super foreign. It looks out of place. The algorithm is sickeningly good and it can detect it in a heartbeat. Whereas when you see like a TikTok video on Instagram, it's like, oh, that's from TikTok. That's kind of where everything originates. So again, in a perfect world, we would just take that raw footage and create in the respective platforms. But if you don't have time for that, no worries. Just create on TikTok first and then um, upload it on to Instagram Reels if that's like your two platforms that you're focused on. Now, I use one free app sometimes to do my editing if I'm editing outside of the app. Again, it is free. It is amazing. And it is called CapCut, C-A-P-C-U-T. It's great. The TikTok interface, the editing interface actually looks like pretty much just like a simplified version of CapCut. Super intuitive, user-friendly. Highly recommend you download. Again, it's free. Um, And then... For product-based business owners, I would definitely recommend getting like a cheap ring light from Amazon uh, because you want to have good lighting when you record and you also want to have something to hold your phone. So make sure that you get a ring light that can kind of like (laughs) bend (laughs) with whatever you're doing. If you need to like show a table First, before you buy it, make sure it can like bend like that. Most of them can now, which is great. Uh, But like I do this for a living and my ring light is like less than 30 bucks. So like just just get a ring light. It's great. It's great to have. Um, And and then like aside from that, you don't really need much more. You, You can invest in like an external microphone if you're doing lots of voiceovers. You don't need it. Again, that's just like if we're in a perfect world. I didn't get a microphone until like maybe like two years into my TikTok journey. And at that point, I had already grown most of my audience. So don't get bogged down in like the tech and the tools. Uh, Like just start creating. I love what you just said about don't get bogged down with the tech and the tools because I know I did that. Like if I, if you all saw what my office looks like, I have like a stand in the corner. I literally have, because I can't use a ring light because of my glasses. I have like two photography lights on both sides for when I'm filming with like with lights because I got crazy. I got bogged down with the tools and tech. Don't be me. Don't be, don't get bogged down by the tools and the techs. Get your tushies out there and on video for sure. 
Yes. And I literally said before we started recording, I have an Amazon box that like I will prop my laptop on sometimes. Or like if my ring light is uh, nowhere in sight and I want to record something, I'll literally take anything I can prop my phone up on. It could be a mug. It could be uh, anything. And I will prop my phone up and start recording. So literally like don't overcomplicate it. Yeah, I definitely, I definitely overcomplicated my setup when I started my business. That's for sure. Okay. Now, other question that I have for you before we wrap this up is what brands are you seeing on TikTok or on Instagram reels that you follow, whether they're small business or big, that you feel are killing it on video right now? Yes. Um, Okay. This is the first one that came to mind. But definitely Tarte, the Love makeup. Tarte. Yeah, the makeup brand. And I'll tell you why. Um, and and there's so many more that don't have as big of a budget as Tarte. So like slide into my DMs and I can always give you like examples of smaller brands. But let me tell you what Tarte is doing really well. So Tarte is using storytelling. Their um their CEO is actually like getting on TikTok now and like telling parts of her story. They are leveraging influencers and UGC creators like crazy because they know they need to put out a bulk of content, a lot of content. And so they're not relying on necessarily like their internal teams. They're saying, okay, let me leverage influencers that already have a following and let's get those eyes. Let's use some great UGC content creators for our platform because we know they're going to create good content for us to put out on our socials, our ads, stuff like that. Um, they, and, and this is, this is probably not within a lot of our budgets, but it's totally fine. It's kind of, it's almost like I wish it could happen, but like they take their influencers on like brand trips and like throughout the brand trips, we're seeing them like just live their life and using all the Tarte products. But it's like, you don't have to take your influencers on brand trips, but you could give a creative brief like we talked about and say like, hey, use this product while you're like taking a trip to Target and Ulta. Just like, let us watch you use it while you're living your life, right? Like that could be a brief um, because that's relatable to a lot of people. So Tarte is definitely one and there's, I'm sure there's like so many like smaller brands. Again, like if you want me to point you in the direction of them, like slide into my DMs and I will totally tell you, but there are so many great product-based brands that are like leveraging storytelling, leveraging some other creators if they don't want to be the face of the brand. Um, and, And it's great to see. Absolutely. And I think that, you know, a lot of small businesses... I know myself included, like Sarah Blakely, who's the owner of Spanx, is mm, one of mm-hmm. like the people I strive to be, right? I don't want to be a product-based business owner, but the way she carries herself, the way she runs her business, that's for me. And so I don't mind looking for examples from some of these larger brands that are killing it, you know, because that's our goal. We want to get to those budget levels where we can hire all the UGC, but just seeing what they're doing and knowing that obviously their brand started small and needed to move up in the world. Um, I know we're both makeup girlies. So when I think of like UGC, 
for me is Rare Beauty by Selena Gomez. Selena Gomez and the way she is running that, you know, they're utilizing her. She's utilizing her friends. Like there's both celebrities and everyday users, but the way they incorporate using the makeup, I just went and spent a whole lot of money in Sephora. (laughs) Yes. They're another one that is really killing it with, with everything that we talked about as well, for sure. Absolutely. Well, Sarah, thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much. I think that there was so many tips and nuggets. I'm so excited to write up the show notes for this one because I have like all of these bullet points that I want to make sure that I pull out and highlight. If you were to recommend or talk about any books, because I'm a big reader, and so I want to be able to share more stories and whether they're personal for entertainment, for business, professional growth, whose favorite author, who's a favorite book, I don't care if this was the book that you read like in fifth grade, but I just want to be able to share because I'm a book bug. I really am. Yes. So I have not read anything recently, like within the past few years. And I attribute that to having to have to read so much in my master's program when I was uh, getting my master's in speech pathology. But when I did read for leisure, I loved Jodi Picoult books. She is the author of My Sister's Keeper. Um, and I just, I love the style of her books, how like each chapter is a different perspective of a different character. Um, and I think that's like just that storytelling framework was like so interesting and captivating to me. So I love me some Jodi Picoult. I love that. That's my best friend's favorite author as well. So love that. Well, again, Sarah, thank you so much for those listening for they want to learn more about you. Where can they find you? Yes. So you can find me on TikTok or Instagram at on brand by Sarah. Um, or you could go to go.onbrandbysarah.com for all of my links. Love it. I highly recommend following Sarah. Again, she provides amazing tips. She has some incredible stories. I really enjoy watching everything that she puts out there. And she also fosters some of the cutest pups. And I also want to just say a quick congratulations because we are less than 30 days away from the wedding. Oh my gosh, yes. Let's look at the blocks. We are 26 days away. Well, congratulations. And again, (laughs) thank you for being here. Everyone, be sure to check out Sarah because she is incredible. Thank you for listening to The Product Doula Presents. Go to your favorite podcast app, hit that subscribe button, and leave us a review. It will help us reach more product-based business owners and support them in achieving their business dreams. If you got something out of our show, I would love to hear from you. Send me your favorite takeaway or any questions you may have to info at theproductdoula.com. You might just hear the answer in a future episode. I'll see you back here next week.